Hi, I'm Christy Kelly, and I'm feeling grateful about my running life. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of The Running Brunch. I'm Peter Cunningham, here with Ben Ledbetter. What's up, Ben? Oh, you know, just eating some brunch here at 7 o'clock. Just some, just some 7 p.m. Ah, I wasn't going to say what time time. I was going uh, you know, to leave it up to... If it was 7.30 a.m., it would still be breaking my rules for brunch. It's true. For me, it would be fine. Yeah. Uh, is this kind of like this is a post-run uh, fueling, right? It is. Uh, I went and did about 12 around Lake Fayetteville a day, so hit the trails. I'm w- not sure. So, Peter, I actually have a question for this, and... Our guests might be able to chime in as well once yeah. we introduce her. We're actually here with Christy Kelly right now, which, by the way, isn't there a celebrity named Christy Kelly? No. I don't no. Know. She said with a question mark at the end. <laughs> I don't. I don't. For our no. For our watchers at home on YouTube, you right. you would have seen confusion on Christy's yeah, face. Yeah, confidently unsure. Yes. Um, yes. What was the question you? Were oh, asking? the question. So I did an out. I did a. I ran at Lake Fayetteville today around the trail, like the inside trail, like the dirt trail, not the concrete. Um, And what I did is I ran from the parking lot, left my car, did a full circle around, took a little break, and then ran backwards. Love it. Not backwards as in shuffling backwards, but the direction I came, ran back the direction I came, and finished back at my car. Love it. Is that considered two loops or an out and back? Because in my head, it was an out and back. You were thinking of it as an out and back. Oh, 100%. Christy? Um, I would say two loops. Oh, God. You guys, I haven't even eaten all my food yet. You're going to make it. You're going to survive. You're going to survive. Oh, I didn't know this was going to be hard-hitting journalism. I know. Always. Questions. Always. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm committing to two loops. Two loops. Uh, I laughed. As I was anticipating answering this question, because of course Ben and I disagree. Uh, <laughs> when do we? When do we? What do we agree on? Friendship. Yeah, that's friendship. True. Uh, and how freaking awesome Dr Pepper is! Uh, Every so single twenty three flavor. It's so good that I I don't drink it as much as I want to, uh, because I, I I just shouldn't. Do you think if you knew what the flavors were that you could make it at home? Man, just, we're having good questions today. I just want to know, is it a PhD or is it a medical doctor? Ooh. Is, is it a chiropractor uh, doctor or is it an actual medical doctor? Or is it is it an MD or a DO? My or brother is a DO. What about an MDiv? <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> a really good question. Uh, I would say two loops. Two loops. Um, because the you know, you're thinking you're out. Since you're out, ended where you began. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just chose to go counter direction that you began, and thus you went out it, and right came back. Right, right. Yeah, I can see. I can see the logic, and I see where the question comes from. But I would still say it's two, two loops. Yeah, just two loops. You looped, and then you reverse looped. Yeah, yep. I looped. It's you a looped new and category, I think. And it even more so feels like two loops because it's it's. No, never mind. Lake Fayetteville doesn't look like a circle. <laughs> it looks like a bunny. It does look like a freaking like a, bunny. <laughs> you can even run an extra like little off the back, and it's the bunny fart, or it's a 10-mile yeah. whole thing that you can run. You make the shape of the bunny, and then you go down the greenway some, and then you hit mud wrecker or mud toad Fud Fudruckers is what you're thinking. That's what it is. Yeah, the, that trail the, that runs. The burger restaurant. Yep, yep. And then it looks like the bunny's farting. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Today's guest yes, that today. we have... <laughs> Uh, we is have. it KK Christy Kelly? It is. 
Kristen. Christy. Christy. I on the hate, birth certificate? K R I S. I hate Kristen Kelly. I'm so glad you're not Kristen she's Kelly. Such a bitch. Ah, she's the worst. <laughs> wait, do we get to swear? As a you can do whatever you want. I can, I can, I can do whatever you want. Explicit if we need to. Okay. It's yeah. fine. Okay. All of our, our four year old listeners probably won't listen no. this week. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, and my parents, I probably won't send the link to them because they don't know what Spotify is. They just click the play button when I send it to them. Uh, so I probably just won't send this one to them. Love it. Yeah. I no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it. Thanks. So funny. Anyway, uh, Chris Kelly. Uh, We're here with her. We are here at Studio Now. Oh, E? E? It's no, e or e. F? It was F, because last week at Myra's house was Studio E. Yeah. Oh, you did it at Myra's we house? We did. Aww. I know. Yep. Look at you guys taking it on the road. We're trying I'm to. Proud of you. Yeah, no, we've always been on the road. Very rarely are we actually back in Studio A. We need recently. to do an episode on the road. While driving? Sure. To Washington? Why not? Interview all the athletes in the 15-passenger van on, on the way to on team camp? On the way to a track meet? Why not? That'd be fun. Pre-race, fun. pre-race episode. Well, ben, I'll ask you, mm-hmm. uh, how do you know our guest today? Uh, Christy Kelly and I met when I walked into Rush Running one day to start working there. And she said, hey, welcome to Rush Running. How can we help you? And I said, oh, I work here. And she goes, I... Mm. Prove it. You said, <laughs> she said, prove it. <laughs> and then we were yes. friends ever since. And we've been friends. Uh, so yeah. things I know about Christy Kelly, she's a woman. Mm-hmm. She's a mom. Mm-hmm. She's a runner. Mm-hmm. She's a previous health inspector. <laughs> yes. And Don't, I feel like how many of us as kids thought to ourselves, I just want to be a health inspector. I didn't. No? no. It's like astronaut, fireman, and health inspector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah, I kind of fell into it, and it was one of the coolest jobs I've ever had. Really? Yeah. It Wait, was so much fun. Sell me on that, because I w- would not have expected that That feeling from you yeah well I get bored really easily and so I had a list of what I had to go do for the whole month and so I was in Denver and I got to go to the Ritz Carlton and Mile High Stadium and little taco trucks and little Vietnamese mom and pop places and little tiny Italian restaurants and dive bars and just everything 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 farmers markets Every day it was something different. I worked out of my car. I got to meet people. Ben knows me. Like, I'll talk to anybody. I just, I'm curious. I just want to learn. And every single day I got to learn something. And so, yeah. There are gross parts of it, but, like, there's gross parts of any job. But do you have to, like, awesome. touch the food? As well, or do you just no. look at it? No, I have my little thermometer. I got my little fish. Like, there's all these little... Okay, so it's yeah. more gross. Like it's more like gross in what you see, less about what you're having to like actually handle. Oh yeah, I've shut down some restaurants for like okay, cockroach cool. infestations and mice and stuff. Cool. No, not I hated. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever been asked the question, which character from the movie Ratatouille do you most resonate with? No. Which character from Ratatouille do you most resonate with? Remy. Really? I know. Not the health you inspector. Like redirection, in, right? Like living I know. In someone's hair <laughs> and controlling them. No. To make the food. No, I just love Patton Oswalt, so. That's true. Have you seen, speaking of Patton Oswalt, this is why our listeners tune in, as if it's a radio show, by the way. Um, (laughs) Have you seen his... Uh, his riff on Parks and Recreation, where he his character is doing a filibus, filibuster, no. and he that's just, who that is. That's Patton Oswalt. Yeah, incredible. He, he just he just improvises this 15 minute long filibuster. They're at their town hall or, or whatever it is, and he 
on the spot comes up with what he thinks should be the sequel trilogy of the Star Wars world. And it's and, it's and hilarious. Do you know how much of that actually became part of the movie? Like part of the ep- oh, you you're talking about in so the Star Wars world. What he said, if you compare that to the start, I think it's of the Mandalorian, where it's like pan over Tatooine or over whatever the sand planet is, up from the ground reaches out <laughs> Boba Fett's hand, and it's like if you compare what he said and watch the opening scene, it is almost exactly, but it's what. Five ten years apart from when he did that improv. That's a lot. To, it's a lot. Yeah. Now they don't include the the meshing of, of the Marvel world and the. What's uh, that's later on? We're gonna in get the that later. Filibuster, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should check that out. YouTube, Patton Oswalt, Parks and Rec, filibuster. Incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Anything about him? Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so, kind of start us off. We always, as I always like to say, we always like to start our podcast. Kind of talking about what we had for brunch today, because mm-hmm. uh, we like Yay. to. I like to imagine our listeners are sitting at home, either post run, pre run, whatever, sharing a meal with us, driving in their car, eating the, cereal. The morning light is is you know like seeping into their Screaming their sunroom. Dappled. Right? Uh-huh. You imagine you imagine morning time for their brunch, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Afternoon. Or the evening. <laughs> Afternoon. Or there, there's a there's a there's a nighttime employee who's waking up potentially yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's he or she is getting ready to go work their long hours at Walmart and they're waking up at six p.m. and they get their coffee on and they like, sit I outside like brunch this as the sun evening. is going down. This is where we know. disagree. I feel like it's a time of day thing, not mm, a that's cycle of your day. Mm-hmm. Right? You're getting ahead of you're getting ahead of us though. Let's let's answer, okay. let's reel us in. Okay. Let's let's answer the question of what are we eating today we for the running brunch podcast? Why don't you go first, Christy? Um, brunching today. So, TikTok recipe. Yeah. Always for the win. Um, it's a brunch grilled cheese. So, I did. I got two types of bread. So, I made one with brioche and one with sourdough. And it's kind of a steady tie between the two of them. Okay. Um, so, grilled cheese, but the cheese is brie. And then we do some blueberry jam over mm. it. Love it. Over the sandwich or over the brie? Between, okay, over the brie. So the contents of the sandwich are blueberry jam and thin-ish, or just let's just say slices of brie, whatever. It works. And you can leave the rind on. Mm -hmm. You can eat the rind. Mm. It melts enough to where it's not like, I'm eating rind. But yeah, um, this met expectations. I thought I would fail miserably at this because this was kind of last minute. Slip no, together. it was great. I had a I'm I had a quarter of a, a sandwich and it was really good. I'm yeah. very happy. With uh, this. For our listeners, uh, s- even though we talk about our YouTube watchers, uh, <laughs> since that's a total lie at this point, uh, for our listeners, uh, let them know: is this an open face uh, hmm. experience or a closed face, closed sandwich? This is think of your traditional grilled cheese, grilled cheese. sandwich. If sandwich. You will. I feel like it could be a great open face thing just because of the presentation, like the color of the blueberry mm-hmm. uh, preserve, the brie. It could be. I feel like with the jam, though, you need containment. I, so, yes, I'll maybe, go yes Maybe that comes on that. later. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, this actually, now that you mention that, looks like something I get at our Sega's. Okay. Which is just their. Uh, That's a local coffee shop yes. for our listeners in Oregon. Yes. Um, and someone in Belgium. Uh, there we have a listener in Belgium. Don't Sick. Know. No I know. way. Crazy. I We're know. only two episodes in. We get international listeners. It's crazy. Oh, we can I'm, make this with waffles, speaking of Belgium. Oh, oh, my gosh. That's yeah, amazing. Uh-huh. But they have a, I forget what it's called, but it's a really good, it's their classic breakfast toast. I think it's just called 
breakfast toast. And that'd be a good name for it. Yeah. Yeah. And all it is, it's it's sourdough bread, some cream cheese, some jam in the middle of the cream cheese. Okay. Open faced. Yeah. Some thyme on top. A mm-hmm. little bit of lemon zest. Yeah. Mm. Boom. Ooh. Is thyme? Yeah. I don't. I. I couldn't describe the flavor of thyme right now if if I had to. If it, think about this. I'm gonna paint you a picture of time. My eyes are closed. Okay. Do you, okay. Do you need more time? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys. Imagine you're riding that. on a spaceship okay. through outer space. Sick. Asteroids flying by you. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you rip into a black hole. <laughs> Reality becomes twisted. All of a sudden, bam! You're on a bookshelf. Wait, no, this is just Intercellar. Oh, this is Intercellar. Yeah. Well, you just that's you time. Just spoiled. You spoiled that for everyone that hasn't watched it in the last ten years. I feel like it comes up on Facebook enough on my screen that, like, unless I just have a really messed up algorithm, it everyone should have Intercellar spoiled by now because of Instagram. Yeah, uh, I freaking love that movie. It's so great. I remember some of it. I like that. Yeah. Agree. We agree on something. That's amazing. Great. Matthew Peter, what did you have for brunch? I went to Whole Foods because I was trying to save we money tonight. Uh, uh, we do have Whole Foods. Do you know oh, that? it's right there. It's right yeah, by Chipotle. Right I went to Whole Foods. I got some, uh, it, it was described as meat lasagna, <laughs> which <laughs> that sounds amazing, right? Suspiciously it, vague. It was, it was <laughs> called. Just know it has meat. It said Don't meat lasagna. Questions. Well, I guess, you know, instead of saying just lasagna, there are probably a lot of Whole Foods, specifically customers, that'd be like, I need to know if this is safe for is me, whether a, a meat a meat yeah. uh, a meter or not. Uh, so I had some meat lasagna, some kind of miniature little potato jams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. What, what, yeah, I'm, yellow potatoes. Sure. Little spuds. Uh-huh. And um, I got a few Brussels sprouts on there as well. Did you? I know, think oh, oh, for our Belgian. Mm-hmm. Listener? Did you know it took me this many years to know it was Brussels sprouts? Brussels, like the city? It is Brussels sprouts? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've always said Brussels sprouts. So have I, right? It, it flows. So, yeah. And yes, until recently, a okay. year or two ago, Brussels sprouts. Now I feel like I have to aggressively mm. take say a that lot at the end. Slower. Just say it slowly. Brussels. I'll um, say it faster. It's fine. Hard um, pause. Yeah. Sprouts. sprouts. Brussels sprouts. It's Brussels sprouts. <laughs> it's a lot. It's mm. incredible. So uh, that's what I did. Very non-brunchy. Uh, it's a it's a very non-brunch meal for our brunch tonight. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I'm also having a uh, a rowdy mermaid kombucha. Mm. Uh, the flavor is strawberry tonic. Um, so. All I give, all I could think of when you said meat lasagna, is <laughs> if uh, Ron from Parks and Rec. Speaking of Gosh. Parks and Rec, if he made a lasagna, it would actually just be ribs, and then brisket, <laughs> and, and then biscuit. instead of the pasta layers, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a rib ribs, layer. Yeah, and then there's uh, a turkey leg, like a and good then. brisket, and then there's another set of ribs, yeah. and then there's some bacon sprinkled then, with uh, <clears throat> like finely shredded pulled pork. Yep, yep. That's and I'm just imagining. It's, that's just what in my head. I like it. Yeah. That's a meat lasagna. Kind of like the meat tornado they had. Mm-hmm. Golly, we're yeah. really just parks and wrecking it tonight. Ben, what'd you have tonight? Uh, so I started the started the brunch with uh, a good old classic mega stuffed Oreos and a glass of milk. Nice. Topped it off or washing it down with some pizza and a Dr Pepper. 
physically hurts me to hear you talk about these foods. Amazing. Man, I love running 10 miles a day. You can eat whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> Christy, our, our other recurring question uh, is, since this is the Running Brunch podcast, since we are sharing brunch, uh, you know, it depends on your opinion. Uh, what, uh, how do you describe brunch? What are the parameters for brunch? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm that's... so excited. Are you Googling? No, 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 don't. She has okay. notes, no, no, bruh. No. Please hold. Please hold. Um. Thank you for calling Christy the... Kelly. Please hold. <laughs> Please hold. The, okay. I'm, I'm going to get to the definition of brunch because this is important, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a topic. I feel like stuff. Christy might be our second uh, guest that has come with notes prepared. Yes. Can you I think, think so. of our other guest? Um, it might have been. It might have been either Finer. I could see him coming with notes. Uh, or when Hope and Alica came back on. Okay. And we I was thinking Alica in that first episode, mm-hmm. and then I was realizing I get Alica vibes from Christy. Mm-hmm. Um, great fact. That's all good things. Yeah, yeah good that's thing, all good great things. things. I, I like to know what I'm talking about because most of the time I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, Wikipedia. Yeah. The almost accurate source for everything. <laughs> the best place to get references when you don't know what to put as your references mm-hmm. in a paper. Maybe. Yeah, I'm just going to outsource this. Brunch is, this is what Wikipedia says. Yeah. Brunch is a meal eaten between, ah, uh, yes. Because I, okay, pause while I'm reading. I love when Wikipedia validates what I feel in my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to put into words, and then mm. Wikipedia just says it. Mm-hmm. I feel really good right now. Okay. Mm. Brunch is a meal eaten between 10 a.m. Mm. and 2 p.m. Okay. Oh. It's a it's a meal. Do they go any further with? Hold on, hold okay, on. That's so a, com- there's me, a comma. Me, me. There's a comma. Okay. And also an exhale. There was. I <laughs> let it soak in to the, like the jam and brioche. Yeah. Let it soak in and just really give you some flavor. Okay. Um, it's a meal eaten between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Mm. Sometimes accompanied by alcoholic drinks. Mm-hmm. Period. The meal originated. Ooh. Okay. Oh. 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 History. Mm-hmm. The meal originated in the British Hunt Breakfast. The word brunch is a portmanteau. 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 Okay. Of breakfast and lunch. Okay. The word originated in England in the late 19th century and became popular in the United States in the 1930s. Amazing. When people were real bougie. Mm-hmm. That was, that was post-depression, for those of you who don't know. So people started actually having money again. And then... And doing bougie breakfast. Bougie things. Lunches. This is like... Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, rendition of, <clears throat> yeah, uh, the Great Gatsby. That's the what it is. That was right there. Great I feel Gatsby. bad for both of us that we that was a struggle to think of. That's uh, fine. The new one actually wasn't bad. That Very was entertaining. Yeah, beautiful really. film. You guys, you lost me for a few seconds because I went down the rabbit mm-hmm. hole. Yeah. Wikipedia. No, so I just want to say that. Where, I'm did you, where did you get in that rabbit hole? Where'd you go? So many. Like, Tell us history. Um, Instead of England's early Sunday dinner, a post-church ordeal of heavy meats and savory pies, the author wrote, this, okay, stay with me, um, why not a new meal served around noon that starts with tea or coffee, marmalade, and other breakfast fixtures before moving along to the heavier fare? By eliminating, this is, what we're getting down to is like, so people can just go out and get wasted on Saturday yeah. night, right? Yeah. So by eliminating the need to get up early on Sunday, brunch would make life brighter for a Saturday night carousers. Ooh. Mm. You know, I've always 
wanted to be described as a carouser. <laughs> Consider this the day. Oh, no. You like to carouse. To carouse. Ah, yeah, I've just been carousing lately. Hey, what's new? Ah, dude, I've been carousing left and right. <laughs> Gallivanting. Yeah. Carousing. Gallivanting for sure. Yeah, uh, traipsing about, I would Traips. even say. Uh, traipsing wait, so, in tropes. <laughs> Does that, so you resonate with the Wikipedia description? Like that's how you would too. describe it? Yeah. It's, um, it, I feel like it's a clock thing. It's a time mm. of day thing. Is there a... Like I don't brunch at night. Who brunches at night besides, besides Peter? Uh, I'm not. Br- I'm not brunching right now. Mm. Uh, only we are on the running brunch. <laughs> we are brunching right now. I am. I'm being a flexible human being. Uh, in my in it's my breaking in the my immersion. For, I'm listeners. I'm so sorry for these two that they're breaking the immersion that we have promised to yeah. give you. It is still 7:30 a.m. I brunch. As we said. I like, I, you, I like, you, you brunched record, more than any of us. I brunched, I brunched so hard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I did, right? I had brunch food. I had breakfast, according to you people. Hmm. What I breakfast had foods did you have? Cookies and milk. That's not really. It's not bre- that's not. That is breakfast. Mm-mm. No. I have had cookies and milk for breakfast since I was a young child. Uh, just because you can't eat something at any time of day doesn't mean that it is. Is waffles and ice cream breakfast food? I Waffles? Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, but I, you know, I would say that chicken and waffles, you could like, you could have that as. Don't breakfast. judge my mega the waffles. Oreos the and waffles is what makes it whole milk. Okay, <laughs> don't. We don't need to. We we, we should eject. We should eject. Uh, is, are there any are there any uh, uh, type of food parameters to brunch for you? You said just time of day. Could you have just anything? Could you have Ben's DiGiorno pizza at ten a.m.? You can, but you would be looked down upon. I feel like I feel like pizza, pasta, yeah, like a meat lasagna. Is, I'm gonna go hard no on that. Yeah, yeah, right. But okay, sweet and savory together, great. You gotta have your omelet station. Yeah, your Ooh, yeah. yeah eggs of all forms. I think are really good. Um, I have to revisit the fact I get huge Alica vibes, tone of voice, cadence of speaking. Mm-hmm. When you listen to the second episode of this podcast, which obviously you already have, because you're a, a, a you know, I, avid listener. <laughs> I I have transcribed it. Yeah. Into my notes. Good, good. Alica, when you listen to this, hopefully it's a fl- it's flattering and whatever. Um, but I just feel like I I'd hear just cadence, very Alica. Like right. she's a fast runner, so you sound like a fast runner. I, I sound like a fast runner. Yeah, and maybe and maybe we're gonna find out that you are Ooh. a fast runner. I don't know enough about Speaking you. Yet. Of running, Speaking of running, we've been on the brunch part. Uh, Christy, I actually don't know. I've heard if, if I have heard this or not. So I'm gonna be experiencing this at roughly the same time as our listeners and as Peter. Mm-hmm. Um, when did when and why when did you start running and why did you start running? Um, do you know that girl on the playground at recess that raced the boys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was me. Oh. So I had brothers. My dad didn't know what to do with a girl, so he just treated me like the third brother. And if I was going to hang with anybody in the group and all of his friends and the neighbors, all boys, and I just didn't like dresses and like all of that. I just wanted to run fast, and I could beat all the boys. And I kept beating all the boys. So Amazing. I just, that was my nickname was Speedy. Well, oh, Mark cool. Stevens uh, nicknamed me Speedy. Shout out to Mark Stevens. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Stevens. Appreciate you, man. It's for actually so, our first patron. No, I played, so- no, I played soccer. Um, <coughs> and in soccer, you just sprint. And so 
I was a terrible soccer player, but I could always sprint to the ball first. Uh-huh. So I couldn't score goals. Hey, every team needs a good passer. Yeah. First one of the ball, get rid of the ball. I'm really good at assists, mm-hmm. and I was okay with that. Yeah. So I got into so I grew up just outside of St. Louis. It's so this is all very new, like where we live here in Arkansas. Like once you get into junior high here, mm-hmm. seventh and eighth grade, there was like cross country and track. We didn't have that growing up. It was just small Catholic schools. You just played soccer. Everyone just played soccer. Mm-hmm. And so soccer, 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 soccer. I get into high school. I'm not that good of a soccer player, but I'm fast. So I thought, well, I'll just go join the track team and sprint. So I did that. And then I went back and forth every other year to track one year, soccer another year, blah, 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 blah. And then it just kind of came to that. So I was always just a sprinter. What, uh, I mean, hundreds, two hundreds? I wanted to do hundreds and two hundreds, like every sprinter wants to. And then the coach always needs someone to be on the four by four team. Mm-hmm. And then once you're on that, I did that, had a good time. And I was like, ugh, if I, I never want to run another 400 again in my life. And then we get to like the regionals and they needed someone four by eight. <laughs> so we do that. And I said, I will. And wow. I'm not someone to push back on coaches ever or an authority figure. Yeah, neither are any of our JBU athletes. Right. <laughs> so, but I said, I will run the 800 one time. This is the last time I'm running it. And we ran it and we tied the school record. And I was like, God damn it. So, <laughs> I have to do this more. Um, so I did that and it was okay. I was not like the fastest runner on the team, but I liked it. And I don't know, I just graduated, went to college. I was the girl up at the track, just running laps or just running around campus. I just ran for fun. And so I could eat more pizza and drink more beer. Yep. 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 Uh, favorite type of beer? Sour beers. Really? The one that goes in my mouth cold. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, it it seems like the 800 was introduced, and then you went to college, and just the distance kind of just got longer, like just mileage. No. Nope. I ran, I would go, and this is before watches that tracked you literally would just carry a freaking disc man. You guys, I'm really aging myself. This is so... no, I was all over that Discman. Yeah. That would have been more of a Walkman. I had a Walkman, yeah. a Discman. So, but yours uh, had like the unskippable, like it was a non-skip Discman, right? If you're oh, running with discs, that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you had to. <laughs> Base boost. For a long time, my family couldn't afford the non-skippable one, so I had to walk real slow. Uh, your Discman disc- has ba- has base boost? Sick. <laughs> some, yeah. some of you who don't know what a Discman is, we'll go ahead and fill mm-hmm. you in on that. Cause some of you are probably like, what the heck is that Discman? We'll put it in the show notes. The show it's notes. just a picture of a Discman. <laughs> it's, it's a giant uh, heavy Frisbee with headphones connected. Remember those yeah. things that are called CDs or what you guys mm-hmm. see? Ooh, uh, imagine a vinyl record, oh but shrunk down because apparently vinyls are coming back. Popular. Which reminds yeah. me, I have to go pick mine up tomorrow. Ooh, I, I like that. So, so you're yeah. running around so ran, with this So I ran movie. even, honestly, through my 30s. I just ran no more than three miles. Yeah. Just I ran a half. Because I had, in my head, I had told myself, I'm just a sprinter. I can't run distance. That's it. I never did cross country. I just told myself. I, and I never, no one ever taught me how to run distance. And I would try, and I couldn't do it because I didn't know the difference. I thought you just ran the same pace but farther. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I ran, let's see, right when I turned, I was 39. Um, my friend convinced me to sign up for a trail 10K. And I thought I was going to throw up the day before. Cause it was, yeah. Because yeah. you were so nervous? Yeah, because I'd never run that far in my life. <clears throat> yeah. And to me, that was forever, and then on a trail. 
and I ran it and I got like second for my age group. I was, and, it's, and I was like, okay, I can do this. And I thought, oh my God, maybe I can do this. Yeah. So I did like, you know, never ran more than that. Again, I was like, see, that's the farthest I can run. It's just as well. Yeah. Started out with the 100 and then mm-hmm. went to a 400 and I'll never run that's another amazing. 800 and now we're at 10K yeah. on the trails, mind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a whole new world than just a road to and, Yeah. 10K. I loved it. Just sprinting through the forest. Like it was it was a perfect distance. It's like, like a movie. Yeah. yeah. Like Legolas sprinting through orcs. And Seriously. It was awesome. Dream. Yeah. I loved it because you weren't on concrete and you weren't running in a circle. You were... Worst case scenario, you're in the forest and it's beautiful. Yep. So it sold me like immediately. It's like, yep, this is, I didn't even know this was a thing until I did it. And I'm like, I went to trail run. This is amazing. So, yeah. So, do you, would you define yourself as primarily a trail runner now? Or (laughs) it's still just something that you enjoy though? Have you done more trail races? Uh, I've done a few more trail races. Um, I always like the 10K distance just because I feel like I can. I like to go fast, uh-huh. and it's the happy medium of... I want to go fast! I do. It's very Ricky Bobby of me. Yep. Um, yeah, I did my first half marathon last year. Nice. I did that. Is this where we open up into the big store, the bigger... I was going to say, I was wow. going to ask one, people don't know, your mom, mm-hmm. so you have a 10-year-old son? Yep. Cool. Cooper. Uh, he's the coolest kid in the world if you ever meet him. <laughs> he's yeah. a trip. Um, ben is already arranging marriage between all yes, of Yes, my daughter, <clears throat> despite their... Uh, seven year difference as yeah, by the, the time they're in the typical marriage right. age it's within rate reasonable yeah. Yeah. yeah he's great um and then let's see so this was how old was cooper when you did that first trail 10k was he around yet he was <laughs> he was alive he, was, he just wasn't around he was four he was four, <laughs> he was four. okay three and a half four yeah okay. so seven years ago and four score and seven years ago mm. christy ran her first 10k yeah. um and so about six years ago yeah sweet yeah. Um, and then now you are um, running more for fun, just mm-hmm. kind of there's no like training specifically for anything until like a random trail race pops up and it's like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go do this thing. There's no like, I'm going to run X amount of fast because I, whatever. It's more just. I'm always, okay, I am a commitment phobe and so I don't mm. like to sign up for a race and then train for it. Yep. So I treat my running each day or week as training for a race that could pop up yeah i i relate to that so much (laughs) right so like i at any given time if there's a race next week i want to be ready for it because of my we can talk about inner child wounds that's fine it's a different podcast Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. commitment right so the thought of a training plan makes me it might not be a different podcast right the the thought of a training plan makes me barf like i just yuck Yuck, yuck, yuck. There's a reason I don't have tattoos. I don't trust myself to commit to something in my body. So, yeah. Um, Over-explaining, but, like... No, it's great. Welcome to this. So, um, yeah, I don't train for anything. I ran my first half marathon last year, and I signed up the afternoon before. Nice. Well done. That's the way to do it. Well done. Did you eat Burger King and fly on a plane to Costa Rica and run your fastest 10K? I mean, the half marathon ever? No, that was just Peter. I was like, oh, my God, how'd you know? No. Um, (laughs) It gets brought up every episode. It's fine. Does it? Uh, Wait, say it slower again because that was really fast. Uh, just listen, <laughs> listen to Myra's episode, and you'll, uh, okay. you'll you'll get the story. Yeah, it'll be oh, pretty. It, Myra's not out okay. yet, but okay. when this comes out, Myra's will be out. Okay. I, I I just I ran a 10k after just terrible conditions, eating the wrong food the night before, Burger flying King. from Denver to Costa Rica on the red eye, and you know, Ugh. 
and, God plane, and it's an example plane. of when your expectations are so low for a race, you're not the pressure that you're putting on yourself is so low that you run free. And so, mm-hmm. second fastest 10k of my life. Mm-hmm. Or, or yes, yeah. <clears throat> or you feel so much like garbage. You're like, yeah. can we just get this yeah. over uh-huh. with? Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that was my 800, where it was just like, oh yeah, the the, the faster I run this, the faster it's over, yeah. and I can just go <clears throat> home. Like, yeah. Or like, did you feel? Like trash before nah, you did it? I or, felt great. Or you're just like, whatever. Yeah, no, like, I mean, there's no reason why I should have felt great. But I didn't toe the line going, I feel miserable. Why am I doing this? It okay. was, all right, let's see if we can run fast. And I maybe I can. So. But you, quote unquote, broke the rules of, well, you got to eat this. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get the sleep. You this amount of sleep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and you don't travel the day of a race or yeah, so yeah, on and so yeah. forth. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. yeah, but was this a one-off or is this a pattern? This is where I like to dive into like, okay, are we yeah. really proud? Like, like let's all get excited <clears throat> about one-offs, mm-hmm. but like, are we, n- I don't know where I'm going with that, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, are you like, that's my thing now. I'm going uh, to I don't, I don't want that to be my thing. Not that specifically, but, but there is a uh, loose pattern uh, that's similar to yours as far as uh, I like to live my life. I want to be a runner or a cyclist kind of the rest of my life, and I don't spend many years of my life training for races. I'm just close enough to being fit that when I'm asked, like my sophomore year of college, I was asked if I wanted to run a marathon uh, in a month, uh, in a month from when I was asked. And I said, yeah, I can do that, even though I've only been running two days a week, max four miles at a time. And I ramped up my miles. And I've already told the story. So the short version, so many things even went wrong in that month of training. <clears throat> and I still toe the line going, I'm 20 years old. I should for sure shoot to qualify for Boston and uh, did not qualify for Boston. But, you know, my I'm proud to say I was closer than I should have been. So, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's we can plan and do all these mm-hmm. perfect things. That's I think I like the idea <clears throat> of you can be so prescribed with your training, but that's not real life. <laughs> like, yeah, real life happens. So if. I, ben, you and I see these people all the time. I can think of a specific example of a woman that came into the store. We both work at the running store together. And she came in and she was so amped up. I'd never seen someone so anxious before because she's like, well, I'm running this mileage and I'm eating this and I'm sleeping this and I'm still doing this. And I just, I literally had, I was like her mental health counselor for the next hour going, uh, you know, I need you to breathe. I want you to unclench your jaw. Like wow, your yeah. shoulders are at your ears right now. Like you're fine like there, there's a plan but there's no plan like just yeah it's if you're just so locked running. in it's yes that sounds i'm like miserable. punch up thinking about it. she was taking the joy out of running mm-hmm. because she was trying to make a point and do a thing i was like well then i wanted to say then don't do it mm-hmm. like you're killing the joy of it now it's a thing you have to do instead of a thing you want to do so just then why are you even doing this so yeah it was yeah because you know, I think I've too many times in my life said, I've never run my fastest 5K. I've never run my fastest half or full marathon and and a lot of other fastest um, for different reasons. And I then I get to ask myself, how much does it matter for me to train and accomplish what I would consider my fastest that I can go? And if I want to, if I want to accomplish that goal, then that's worthwhile. I got to find a way to do that without 
doing it like this woman that came into the store did. Once it turns into a thing you have to do, and I think maybe that's what my really super long journey answer, getting around to it is, the second I feel like I have to do something, I don't want to do it anymore because mm. I feel forced. And it's like, well, this is not fun. This is a job. So if I, I own that side of I want to run, and when something comes up, now I'm prepared for it, then it's not... I have to run. I hear that with so many runners. Well, I have to get this miles in, this many miles in. I have to get the speed, and it's like, but do, but do you want to? And mm-hmm. it's just I don't hear I don't hear runners say, I want to or have. It's it's a different it's a totally different energy, and maybe we get into it a little bit later. It's yeah. like, you get to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to run. Ah. I know too many people in my life that have lost the ability to run, and it is awful, um, and they manage it, but you get to run. Every day, you wake up. It is a complete gift, and to just complain about it, <laughs> just, whew, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, takes, think, it takes me a minute. I think... Really, right now, everyone at home doesn't know, and I'm excited for them to kind of figure out why I think it's important that you, as Christy Kelly, saying that you get to run is different than Peter and I saying that we get to run and that you get to run as listeners. Like, um, so Christy, I if you, if you're up for it, I would yeah. love to just give a get a quick synopsis of what really like the last two years have looked like for you, and then how that has played into running and how it's changed your view on. Uh, just what you get, what you get to do every day. Yeah, um, two years ago, I had a brain aneurysm. It was a total freak thing. Um, ruptured in my brain, and it absolutely should have killed me. When I woke up in the hospital, my head shaved on the right side, stitched closed, um, emergency brain surgery. I stopped the bleeding. The doctor, I came out of the anesthesia. And was like, can I go home now? Like, why am I here? What's going on? I had no idea. And he said, I don't know how you're alive. Wow. I don't know how you're talking right now. I don't know how you're hearing me. I don't know how you're seeing me. All of this. Um, he said, if I were you, I'd go buy a lottery ticket because um, <laughs> this this doesn't happen. And I was like, all right, where's my son? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what's going on? Um, so that... That happened, um, and it was—I mean, the ultimate surprise. Like I, it was—I'm healthy. I eat salads. I drink water. I take naps. You know, I do all the things I'm supposed to. And I had a brain aneurysm, brain aneurysm rupture and caused a massive stroke. And so, um, when it ruptured, skull fills with blood. Blood gets cut off to parts of your brain. I was crazy lucky but the only part of my brain it cut off blood flow to was my occipital lobe the rear the rear right side of my brain but it was the the one part that it permanently affected me um is my vision the vision center of my brain so I lost all vision out of the left half of each eye so <laughs> left hemisphere um it's it's a type of vision loss that's called cortical vision loss so um my eyes work my eyes 
Like, you look at me, you right. cannot see. Peter's looking right. at me right now, and you're like, your <clears throat> eyes look normal. Yeah, yeah there's, like, no cataracts Nothing. Like no, that. no, no. They're looking around. They look normal. There's no, like, lazy eye, anything like that. But the part of my brain that receives the image and then says, this is what you're seeing, that's busted forever. There's no cure for that. Fascinating that there's, I don't, I don't know enough about brains, but mm-hmm. just that there's a, a different part of your brain that receives in the right side of your eye. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. That's just Our yeah. brains are nuts. Yeah. It's like when people have a stroke on one side, like their left side will droop. Like it's where our whole yeah. body is definitely is very hemispheric. <clears throat> and so there's actually a part of this vision loss where like you can lose quarters of your, it's. it's Completely black. So like when you, when you look at Ben right now, mm-hmm. is it, is it black over here or blurry? Like describe. Um, when I'm looking at the microphone, I can't, I, I can't see you at all. I'm looking straight at the microphone. I can only see like three quarters of the microphone. But you know what, I can see this plate. It's not It's not solid black. Yeah. It's not solid black, what it is. Um, I still have little patches holes, which is huh. which is weird. I know, it's super hard to describe. I'll bring, I, I did it, but I didn't do it all the way. Um, someone taught me how to make a simulator. It's super low beta version of a simulator. You take some swim goggles, put them on, either paint them black, like the left half, um, not the middle of the lens, but figure out where you're, where the middle uh-huh. people is, and then just paint black over that, the left half of each one, and then go walk around with that. And that's my every day. Like, I wake up every day, forget that I have it, and then I open my eyes, and I bonk into something, and I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Because called- you said earlier that you also have some uh, form of short-term memory loss as well. I have some well, and- memory loss. I still haven't gotten to a neurologist to, like, truly, like, is it just because I'm 45 and a single mom and I'm tired? Or, like... <laughs> Um, or, or is it because part of my brain exploded? Uh, a little right. from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, the hardest part, I don't know if this needs to turn into like a whole podcast about it, but, but I'll get to running in a second. Um, the hardest part though is so our brains are crazy smart and like even you aren't actually seeing everything in front of you. Your brain's filling in the holes, like when you walk in a room, for you to see something, your eyes would have to just nonstop scan the whole room, right? Uh-huh. So our brains are smart enough to go, get the big picture, fill in the holes. So <laughs> Sweet. Right? So what mine is doing, or people that have this type of vision loss, is I can only see part of what's out there, but our eyes serve two purposes. One is spatial awareness. Where am I within my space? And um, am I safe in this space? It's a very caveman brain. Wow. So um, I can't just walk in a room and go, I'll just look around and I'll figure it all out. But my brain is like, are you safe? Scan, 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 scan. And but so my eyes, you don't even see them doing it, but right. they do the most tiny, tiny, tiny micro scans for the, the second I wake up in the morning until I go to bed at night. So yeah. my brain, it's like when your computer's running too many files and it's like, uh-huh. this brain gets really tired really fast. Yeah. <laughs> brain, uh, Ben's seen me. What mm-hmm. do I do at work when... It's sensory overload. Yeah, some, someone's like, there's a lot of kids running around, or someone opens a door co- too quick, and Christy like isn't expecting them as she's walking out, and it's like all of a sudden, oh, and like it. I mean, it, it literally is like almost like a system reset of a computer of, and now I need to let the brain settle and just kind of sit. And so, I mean, I'll see her walking around, and I'm me. I think me and Nikki are probably the two people who notice it the most. Mm-hmm. So just like. We just kind of ask, hey, do you need me? Is there anything you, you need? Is yeah. you good? You yeah. good? And it's 
if I need to hop in with a customer, like, hey, Chris, Chris, you just need to go do something real quick. Let me, she brought these shoes out for you. Let's talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, I, I know it's something that you struggle with and it's, it's a bummer that that's what you have to deal with, but it's, it's, it's getting better, but it's crazy how two, two years just ago. the smallest things can like, Sorry. like a, like a t- funny, like little joke of someone else. Like, oh, I think, didn't Chris like startle you the other day? And it was like, and I need to go sit down. Like <laughs> if something, if something like comes at me really quickly from my left side, um, my, cause I can still see parts. So my brain goes, you're not safe. You're not safe. What is that? Like, cause it doesn't know the whole thing. Danger, danger, you, danger, you're not able danger. to as quickly say, <clears throat> oh, I'm safe with whatever that is. Yeah. I don't, I didn't see Chris coming at me all that a thing just appeared. Yeah. And like crazy. It's God, it's so hard to explain, but, um, and it's there's some nuances to it. I'm learning every day, like why is that weird or, or whatever. So the good news is, right? Neuroplasticity is thank God for neuroplasticity. Yeah. That's your brain. Your brain can change and adapt whatever you teach it to. And so, working at a retail store is probably the worst job I could have <laughs> taken. <laughs> um, but I'm doing things. All right. So my mantra has been: if everything's hard, do something really hard. Uh-huh. Grocery shopping's really fucking hard. Yeah. Um, if you think of the sensory visual overload of a grocery store for anyone, right? Um, yeah. The first time I went in a grocery store, two, three months after this happened, I um, I almost passed out. My brain literally said, "This is too much. If you don't get out of here, I'm going to make you pass out." Yeah. So I almost had to like crawl out of the the grocery store. It was like two years ago. Um, I just was walking around in Whole Foods two days ago. If you would have told me a year ago, I went in a Whole Foods by myself on a Sunday evening, like so many people. No way. There's. I would have. I would have said absolutely no way. But just in that short period of time, going to a high sensory visual place, um, my brain would. It would have been like cartoon smoke coming out of my ears, and like my brain literally. <laughs> if it's if it overloads, it's like when you go your computer goes like blue screen, black screen. It goes. Yeah. It's like too much. Yeah. And so. But I keep telling my brain, suck it up. We're not sitting in our apartment. Like, you have to learn this. Wow. That's why um, getting back to running was so important. I never thought I'd mountain bike again. Never thought I'd run again. Never thought I would try. <laughs> never thought I'd trail run. I was going to say, and you, whenever we try to run together, like us as Rush Running employees, it, mainly you ask, hey, are we going to be on trails? Because I want, like, because you love, love trails. trails. And so it's crazy how what you have to what you've had to learn from your vision to be able to trail run again. I would love to kind of hear about that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of head movement, um, but I'm even getting better at that. I have to turn my head to the left a lot because I cannot see the left half of each eye. So I have no left peripheral vision. Um, What gives you your depth perception from your vision is your eyes overlap, right? You don't see through two separate tunnels of vision. Yeah. In order for me to see you in 3D and, and have depth perception, these cross over. I can see you clearly because I know what you're thinking. What can she see of me right now? I'm looking at Peter straight on. <laughs> I can see you. Um, what it's like, though, because the good half uh-huh. of my left eye overlaps with the bad half of my right eye. Yeah. And you're right in front of me. <clears throat> you know when you walk up to a window that has a fine mesh screen? Uh-huh. You walk up to it and your eyes are like, Oh, they're trying to adjust to... All day long. That's, yep. that's me 24-7. Mm. Ben, I'm 20-20. Ben's way on my right side. Mm-hmm. 
I, I can see Ben clearly, but Ben's in my periphery, so I actually I can see him clearly, but I can't see him clearly. Yeah. I see every detail about Ben, but he's in my periphery. So, yeah. but the second I look at Ben, he's. Oh wow. Right. Because you because the the good side. Yeah. Are are talking shift. to each other, and so they're they're doing their job correctly mm-hmm. as eyes because. It's wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Um, <sighs> I know a lot of people, well, I've connected with a lot of people. I couldn't find anybody that had this. And so go to the internet, right? And so I found um, people all over the world that have it, and they are very depressed and angry and bitter. (laughs) And um, many of them, I I just kept saying, where are my runners? Where are my runners? And I couldn't find any at all. Um, And a lot of people in some of these Facebook support groups, it was just getting depressing. And... I don't care if I sound callous, but this is just how I'm, I've dealt with it. I'm like, wow, you're just choosing anger and you're just choosing bitterness. And like my therapist says, you get you get, be- you get better or you get bitter. So I tried being angry and sad. I did that for a few months because I felt like I had no choice because I was depressed and angry. This is all when I was getting divorced too. Like literally got out of brain surgery and signed the papers. Like wow. crazy during COVID. Wow. Um, I have no family in this town. Wow. Um, and I lost my job. My fancy corporate job at Walmart. It was I was the breadwinner of my family. And it was it was a lot. And I was depressed and angry for a couple of months. And then I said, well, that didn't work. And I tried being grateful. And I started running. And I would cry while I was running. Um, yeah, because I got... <laughs> I got to run. And I found out that my vision gets better after I run. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to my doctor. I said, why do, why do I see better after I run? And he said, oh, because you're increasing the blood flow to your brain, to that area of your brain. And I said, so it can still work? But you told me there wasn't a cure. And he said, most of it's dead, but there are still parts of it that can still work. We don't know enough. It's such micro um, micro um, vessels that are in there. So the chances are that there are still some that work are small but possible. So I just kept running. And I thought, if I can take care of my body and my brain, put good things into it, keep it healthy, keep running and increasing blood flow to the brain, if there's a chance that I could get my vision back, I'm going to do it. And that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario is I eat healthy things, <laughs> I get rest, I drink water, I keep running. And you I don't end give up, up. I end up being a healthy, happy person mm-hmm. <laughs> with shitty vision. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. That's an absolute no-brainer. So I used to drink Diet Coke and eat pizza. I'm judgingly looking at better I now. I know. <laughs> <so bad. laughs> no, 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 it is okay. Because yes, because yes, enjoy what you eat. Like I have a, more of a mission with mm-hmm. my nutrition now. And so um, I ate healthier. I dropped some weight after brain surgery, had muscle atrophy, but I started running faster. I run faster than I did in high school at 43. Um, so I got a hold of the U.S. Paralympic team right before Tokyo and last minute um, sent them my times tried to get some qualifying races in 
and right before I was going to go up to Minnesota to run some of the time trials, they said, um, you're not blind enough. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you're only yeah. partially blind, uh, but yeah. you're not blind. blind. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, so is it like, is the statute that you have to like fully be like, you have to have like some kind of guide runner in order for it to No, it's, I mean, I have or? a, yeah, the, um, you have to, and this is the only, I'm in a, I'm in this weird in betweeny place mm-hmm. with vision loss, and I'm just like, just label me so I know what I am. Right. <laughs> oh, Put me in a box. Come on. <laughs> so, um, to be legally considered blind, you have to have uh, less than twenty percent of your visual field, and um, well, you're halfway there. Well, it, but Ish. it's not a clear line. It's. It's the, and the weird thing is, it's a, it's a whole thing. I, yeah. I could take hours to talk you guys through some of these things that blow your mind. Um, but I was like, all right. Um, so you, om- you almost could have. So you were like, I saw the times of the people that were on the team. The category, like, because there's four, uh-huh. there's four categories in the Paralympic uh, team for vision loss. Like, um, three categories is totally blind. There's like, you can still sense light and motion. There's, um, there's just a few. And then the, I was going for like the bottom tier, like. You can still see some, like that 20% mm-hmm. vision field. And um, I looked at the times of the people that had that, and I was like, I don't trust on that. Or I could at least, yeah. I, no, I wasn't going to meddle. <coughs> Guys, I'm not trying to like toot, no, toot my own horn. No, but you would have gone to the Paralympics. No, it was my, own, it was my last chance Come on. as a 40-year-old woman to be an Olympian. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, it, that that sucked. That was a... That was a dip back down where you get a little angry, you little sad. Pity, pity, pit party. Um, and then it was like another mantra. I've got a lot of mantras, but they kind of get me through things. So yeah. tell me how we're doing on time. But it's we're doing great. Control what you can control. Yeah. yeah. I can control that. What I can control is another one in four years. So, I know. <laughs> right? Or. Are you, so you're going to try again? I, I don't know. Uh, you have to petition first, basically. It, there's a lot of loopholes. But again, like. The more, the more you put yourself out there, the more you find out. And I've talked to a guy who happens to be friends with one of the um, coaches of the Paralympic team. Um, and he came in the shop the other day and it was like, hey. Um, I'm like, hey, no, nothing ever came of it. But um, so we're just talking because he's one of the first people I reached out to. So I was like, do you know anybody uh, that has dealt with visually impaired runners? And uh, I'm like, because I am, but I'm not. And I don't <laughs> know what this is. And he said, you know what, Christy, not the Olympics are over. He's like, you try to get in there literally right before the final time trial. Like, yeah. the timing was, yeah. they were not like, let's sit around and discuss this really unique case. They're like, is she blind enough? No, next, go. We got to get passports. Let's go. Yeah. So I, my timing was terrible. Um, but he said, you know what, they are really looking for ways to just work with just being more inclusive. Which, ugh, I feel like that phrase just is so overused. Um, but I get it because I'm like, maybe there is there is utility for a fifth category. Like, there's plenty of people like me that you can see but you can't see. Mm-hmm. And it's really fucking hard to run. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It, but, yeah, there's room for it. So, um, step one is to petition. I don't know. I'm really tired. <laughs> so, like, I'm also back at work. Like I, you know, wasn't working for a while, so it's really easy to be like, I'm just gonna run every day and really eat healthy when you're not working. Um, working again. 
just getting back in the routine of being a person with low vision that's working and it's I'm a year into that now and it it's taken a year it may take a little bit longer to get in a better routine of that but chunks at a time taking life one year chunks at a time and it's been working out pretty well so we'll see how this next year chunk goes Uh, this next part of the podcast we always do is we call it the repeat section. Uh, so we do like little intervals or uh, quick questions mm-hmm. and uh, quick answers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you've got 30 seconds between each one or whatever. There's no actual time limit. But sure. just like ask some quick questions and it's probably going to be mostly about running or random life things. Um, but I'll, uh, Peter, you got a, got a starter question? Yeah. For the, uh, big, the gun goes off, yep, bang. Quick repeats. Uh, you're in rush running. What item are you most excited for a customer to ask about? Oh, Diodorus. Yes. Oh. Wait, quick, okay, sorry, so quick repeats, Love but tell us Diodorus. really quick, why Diodorus? Oh my God, they're just, oh, I'm a high cushion <laughs> shoe girl, but I hate Hoka's. Sorry, Hoka, if you're trying to get a sponsorship, sorry about that. No, yeah. like, um, we just lost no, it, actually. Diodorus no. actually sent us a couple emails, so. Diodorus is amazing, <laughs> best cushioning out there, best response, like, they won't die. I want them to die so I can get new shoes, and they won't. And the cushioning is fantastic. They feel amazing on my feet. I love them so Shout much. Shout out to Blue Shield. I love them. Love it. Great answer. Next repeat. Okay. Uh, next repeat. The uh, favorite place to run here in North Arkansas? Uh, Pea Ridge Military Park. Ooh, I like it. I've ridden my bike past there before. Mm-hmm. You can run there, and you will not see a car the whole time. And there's a killer hill. It's beautiful. The views are gorgeous. You'll maybe see one biker so, Sunday afternoon. There's no one there. It's it's like running around. Well, everyone's at Lake Fayetteville. Ugh, it's the perfect it's the perfect loop. Yeah. Mm. Chef kiss. Yeah. Mm. Perfect loop. Yes. Uh. <laughs> I just saw. I just told everyone my secret running spot, and everyone's gonna go there. Uh-huh. Now, oh. it's gonna be, now everyone's gonna be from Lake Fayetteville and grab yep. the Ridge military. I'm park. actually gonna go there. I'm gonna take a photo of it and post it on our Instagram page. Yep. Uh, that and probably won't actually happen. We're gonna Photoshop you into it. Uh, next question. Um, <clears throat> favorite runner doesn't have to be a celebrity runner. Oh, it could be the man. person that's a hundred pounds overweight. Mm. I know this. I know her so well. Kira D'Amato. Yep. Quick, give it. Tell us why. Kira D'Amato. Gosh, one of the fastest women in the U.S. Uh, she gave up running for eight years. Had two kids. Uh, stopped running entirely. Picked it back up, and within what a year or two, became You're fastest half marathoner. Like she. Fastest marathon. 10, 10 mile? 10, 10K, 10 mile. She got asked to pace Molly Seidel for the 10K road Nike record. Nike sponsored, 38 years old. Like, and then everything stacked race. against her. <laughs> and just, and if you don't follow her on Strava, you're not enjoying life to the fullest. She has the best, worst jokes mm-hmm. every single day. Done. It is, it is, she's the best Strava follow. She made a, a pact that she was going to do 365 days of puns for her Strava or like or like They're dumb amazing. jokes yeah. amazing. so yeah. if you were to yeah. say because when we've had some of our JBU girl athletes on and we've asked them who their favorite runners are some of them are still kind of learning mm-hmm. runners names yeah. uh, whether men or women and so you would say Kira D'Amato Kira is D'Amato a, yeah. she's freaking fast she has the best attitude about life um, she's yeah role model to the nth degree. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to f- show on like social media, st- yeah. uh, oh, yeah, Instagram, yeah. Instagram yeah. Things. Facebook. Okay. Yep. Sick. Twitter. I'm all over she that. just got on TikTok. I'm her fourth follower. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Top five, baby. Kind That's of awesome. obsessed. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, She's amazing. 
Let's see. If you could run anywhere in the world for a week, hmm. where would you run? I just want it to be flat. <laughs> it's like the opposite of what I, I feel like. I just want it to be flat. Because I just, I always wanted to know, if I didn't know how far I could run, how far could Ooh, I run, like right? the salt flats of Utah? Right. So I've always wanted to do that. If I could just go flat and just one direction, just go. And then once I get there, I go, done, come pick me up. Like, Or you could do a loop and... And loop you it around. You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> no, 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 Actually, I do. So I like a loop. I don't like out and backs. I like one. I like to I'm go there. I'm shaking my ben head. Ben also the likes I loops. Know. He loves loops. He did two of them tonight. I, I did an out Yeah, I was talking about this. So I want a loop. So I like, and done. Or from point A to point B. Yeah. Done. That's Ooh, it. I wonder if you'd like the 200-mile Nebraska race that's basically straight. There's a race across Nebraska that's I 200 miles. That. If it's flat. And, it's, and it is just, you just run... This service road that yeah. just runs straight across the state. Zen out yeah. because of my dumb eyes. I don't want to see because I don't. I call your them, eyes are so stupid. Like I'm, no, I call them my dumb eyes. So when I'm running, the less visual input I have to take in, like that's why I like Pea Ridge. Like, mm. like Lake Fayetteville no is just people, no nothing. Just I can literally just be like, doo, doo. you can almost run it with your eyes closed. Like that's what that's now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. But the trail runner in me is like. Yeah, Yeah. Um, something just really, really badass trail-wise, which I'd like to do Leadville by the time I'm 50, so it gives me five years to train. Um, I think I can do it. Love it. Uh, Segway, um, (laughs) from some of the things you just said, uh, tell us, Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder? Are Uh, either of them actually blind? Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Are they blind enough for the Olympics? (laughs) It's a great point. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Who would win a foot race? <laughs> oh, my goodness. God, I feel like I'm so glad you're here because I, I don't think either Ben or I can make those jokes, but you are opening the doorway to some great <laughs> yes. questions. No, there's a really good conspiracy theory that Rachel is. I think it's, no, Stevie Wonder. Stevie, Stevie Wonder is not blind. Yeah. And I'm on that train. <laughs> not really, but kind of. Was that on the documentary that you were talking about? I the, wish the conspiracy it was, theory one? Man, uh, no. But musically, musically. Yeah. Oh, music. Yeah, Ray Charles, Ray Charles Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Oh, Ray Charles. Love it. Yeah. Great answer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think they're both blind? Yes. Okay. Uh, next, repeat. Uh, does your son run? Um, yes and no. Have you uh, tried to force it on him? Have you been like, you yeah. can run it if you want? You've tried to force it? Well, uh, he likes that I run. I. He's a lot like me in the sense that the, the second you tell me I have to do something, I don't mm. want to do it. Uh-huh. So I just say, hey, I'm going to the track. If you want to come join me, like he's done that a couple times. He's like, this is really hard. I'm like, yeah, it's hard. And then it eventually will not be hard. And then it will stay hard forever. Um, but he did the he did a fun run, a one mile fun run, and he killed it. Mm. Um, and so he that was really, really awesome um, to see that. He also sees how much I like working in a running store. And he lo- he wants to work at the store. And he's 10. And so I said, hey. If you're gonna work it, you got to be a runner because you got to know what you're talking about. And he's like, okay, okay. So that's awesome. He's built. He's a little compact. He's built for speed, so he'll be. Um, I, I'm not gonna push it on him. Is he like? He's like Gimli, from Lord of the Rings. You a big Lord of the Rings person right now? Oh, you guys, just there's a. So that's whole... our second <sighs> reference to it tonight. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. Shrug. It's okay. But there's yeah. a lot of running. There's a lot of running. There's Legolas a, and Gimli and Aragorn run all over the Riddamark. Uh-huh. 
I've seen yeah. those feet that the hobbits have. Like those are. Well, they're big. You don't yeah. even need I don't shoes. think you have a shoe in Rush Running that Ultra. would fit them. Ultra, Ultra has Ultra. a natural oh footbed. It's a wide, yeah. The Via Olympus. The Torin. The Torin is a roomy footbed. Yeah, it's true. Isn't uh-huh. Torin a name of a Lord of the Rings character? Uh, Thorin. 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 Yeah. Oh uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's uh, let's. Uh, um, oh, I had a good question and then I forgot. Uh, but we're gonna do a bad question instead. I love bad questions. Uh, uh, dogs or cats? Oh, dogs. And do you have a dog? Yeah, Sammy. Yeah. He's a flat-coated uh, okay. retriever. Uh, kittens or puppies? <laughs> that does. I love how that makes it harder because cats suck, but kittens. Kittens are not cats. Is there any way we can do like a kitten recycling sort of situation? Mm, That um, feels. I don't know. Yeah, no. This 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 would be. I'm team dog. I'm going with puppies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because the breath. Oh, puppy breath. Yeah. And the puppy squeaks and the whole belly. Puppy breath. I've I've been around too many litters of puppies, and I cannot stand puppy breath. Yeah. Next repeat question is for both of y'all. Actually, what do you guys think of those Mizuno's that the new racers? Yeah, hot garbage. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Where like there's like no heel to it at all. We're not getting and okay. Mike put them on. We put them on. For the, for those of y'all that don't know, it's a flat sh- or it's a shoe. Imagine a shoe with a thick forefoot, and then at the heel, at like right where your heel sits, leave about four or five millimeters of cushion, and then cut off the rest to the forefoot, and then get about halfway down your foot and cut off until the floor and so you've got this big old forefoot and then like no heel i mean it looks like a pair of high heels without the stiletto i was just gonna say for the women listening it is a high heel without a heel that is a really good way is that your i'm speaking to women voice yes women now that the men are not listening no um yeah that's my there are no guys listening to this podcast right they have all checked out at about 35 minutes (laughs) i kind of feel like i was listening check on as a guest i'm out of here i feel like i turned the radio to like delilah Mm -hmm. your voice right there i I can go radio voice thank you for tuning in thank you for tuning in our first comment yeah yeah, I have another repeat if you done. I got it. Uh, you've you've danced around things that I think would answer the question. You can dive uh, in more in that direction if you like. What are you, what are you most romantic about in the world of running? Is it uh, like people enduring the 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 beating uh, you know against all odds? Is it that or is there something else? Um, if it is that, you can you're, elaborate you're more close. on yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. So the first time I ever ran a half marathon was I did it for the one year anniversary of my aneurysm, my anniversary, if you will. <laughs> um, and I called it my half blind half marathon. And um, I recently, I've been spending the past two years trying to find other runners that have this, and I found one or two in England, and I just found a woman in Hawaii. Yeah. And she's in her thirties. Five years ago, she had a stroke and has the exact same type of vision loss as me. And she posted something in the support group that she's like, oh my gosh, five years after my stroke, I I ran my first 10K. She used a guide runner, all this stuff. And I just was like, oh, I sent her this huge message. I said, you're not done. Keep going. Yeah. Um, This is amazing. This is just the beginning. You're not finished here. This is not the one thing that you're going to do. This is the start of all the things you're going to do. Um, and she said, oh, my God, you're right. I just signed up for the half marathon in um, Oahu in April. And I said, oh, my, I said, I did a half marathon. It's your half blind half marathon, and you have to do this. I figure half, half marathon is challenging enough. 
marketing wise, half blind, half marathon, it works. <laughs> when you so. when you get full blind at some point in the future, you can do your full blind, full marathon. <laughs> Shut. <laughs> um. Chrissy, do you have uh, a, a TikTok handle that I can put in the show notes so people can go and make you TikTok famous and help fund the half blind, half marathon stuff? Yeah, it's HH Christy. HH is um, Homonamus Hemianopsia. That's the name of the vision loss. Homonamus. Homonamus, right? Homona, homona. Same yeah. side. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anopsia. A is not, and opsias can't see. So hmm. that's, that's that. Okay. Well, uh, Humble brag, I've made $13 on TikTok this past How do you make $13? She has a monetized account. So, yeah, Mama's got to buy um, uh, airfare to Hawaii because I told the uh, yeah. Mary in Hawaii, I said, I'll run it with you. Shout out to Mary. That's amazing. Is Mary on Strava? I don't know. We were I, don't just know. I was like, run- I, I kind of want to follow Mary as we well. Mary on here. I, yeah, I'll connect to Post so, interview. If, hey, actually, so, so this girl's got to get a, a plane ticket to Hawaii. Um, Could we? I, I think it'd be being... on a running store budget. But yeah. yeah, sick. So, that's, that's awesome. Sick. Last uh, last question for me: If you could have a perfectly functioning smartphone, but it was shaped like a banana. Oh yes, banana phone. <laughs> I would trade in my smartphone for a dumb banana phone. Wait, we can do that today. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you on that if I could, because we can not today. Sorry, I'm, I don't have a banana phone waiting behind that wall right there. Heard it here first, folks. Lies. Banana phone. I mean, Lies. I I can I can uh, Amazon right now buy you a, a, a banana phone. That's banana now phone. a dumb banana dumb phone banana and phone. and and call your BS there that you that you. <laughs> she answers one every day at work. You have a banana phone at work. Whenever she has banana. Okay. Sick. But it's not just answering it. Oh, no. It is fully... Continuing I'm conversation. S- I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't no. Hey, yo, let me call you. Ben, I'm, sorry. I'm on All right, I'm for those of you who can't see me, I am holding up a fake banana. Yeah. In my Our hand. YouTube viewers can obviously yeah, yeah, see yeah, yeah, I yeah. will walk past Ben. I'll be like, Ben, I am so I'm sorry. sorry. It's just about... It's my son's school. I gotta... <laughs> no, I'll be up <laughs> Can you... Yeah. Listen, no, I'm at work, so I'm going to need to call you back. Uh-huh. No, no, this is fine. No, can you call my work phone? This is my personal banana. No, <laughs> no, um, banana phone. Sorry. <laughs> Unbelievable. Banana phone's the greatest thing ever. Banana phone's the best. Banana phone so, will always be funny. Always. It always works. Yep. Yeah. Um, Chrissy, thanks so much for coming on. We will definitely yes, be having you back. so much fun. You're awesome. We want to hear more about Miss Mary and y'all's Half Blind, Half Marathon in Honolulu. Man, the Honolulu Half Blind, Half Marathon. Woof. I'm happy to sacrifice. I'm Presented happy to by Helly Hansen. Helly Hansen, Helly Hinson. What's that? It's, got, it's Hansen. like a Helly Hansen. It's, it's like a Patagonia North Face sort of brand. Cavium, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. No, whatever. Uh, yeah, the, the Honolulu say, Half say? Blind Half Marathon presented by Helly Hansen mm-hmm. here in Hawaii. Here in Hawaii. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> Hurst. Yeah. Why are you saying that weird? Why am I saying what, what way? All of it. Where do you get off? Right now. The safe, word will, be, the safe word will be whiskey. I'm going to drink a green tea all goddamn day. <laughs> you going to bring the demons out of me? <laughs> Oh, yeah, the best. This is where it all falls apart. Always. <laughs>